welcome. This is a Sports Jabber with the Lefties podcast. I am Jarrett. And I am Eli. And we are a father-son duo who has been talking about sports topics throughout the week. We are going to be having roughly approximately two episodes. Uh, one episode, since we are New, Jet, New York Jets fans, we'll be talking about the Jets. And another episode just on topics that we're going to sometimes debate, sometimes agree. I think today we'll talk about two kind of topics that we seem to disagree on. So we'll start talking about them. Uh, what would you like to first? We could either talk about the Patrick Mahomes contract or we could talk about Cam Newton signing with the Patriots. Let's talk about the Patrick Mahomes contract because it's a bit newer. Okay. So how about you explain the contract to the to them? Okay, so let's go through the contract here. It's a very interesting contract. Um, to begin with, it is a 10-year contract extension. Um, and uh, that's pretty, I would say, uh, unprecedented for um, well, NFL. Few quarterbacks have done that before. Yeah. Very, very long contract, very, very high amount. It looks like it could go potential up to like $503 million. So I think when people initially kind of see a contract like that, you know, they kind of go, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty intense. You know, you're really locking this player up for 10 years. And, you know, in an NFL compared to, let's say, baseball, you know, we don't do these 10-year contracts. And we can go on and on. I can talk about the baseball in the future we'll talk about. I'm not a big fan of 10-year contracts. I think it really binds up teams. But... Uh, and NFL is usually much more, I would say, owner-friendly contracts, usually three to five years. Um, they can get out of contracts within three years to five years, depending on how good the player plays. Um, so when you hear a 10-year contract, I think you get, you know, oh, my God, I'm going to have this. What happens? Because we don't know. I mean, we, we assume, listen, he's been amazing for the past, you know, two years. So we assume that he's going to keep on being an amazing quarterback. But there's no guarantee with, as I said, with injuries, with three or four years from now, all of a sudden a different coach, he doesn't play as well. We see this all the time. So people get nervous, but I actually like this contract. I think it's a very interesting contract the way they did it. And we'll talk a little bit about the contract and then, Eli, you can give your opinions on what you feel about it. All right. So to begin with, it's a 10-year extension contract. And what happens is, is actually... So when we, when we look at these contracts for the NFL, a lot of times you'll see this sign-on bonus. And so you'll see a player get like a five-year contract and they get a, uh, let's say, a $100 million sign-on bonus. Let's just make up numbers. So not, not for him. Um, so let's say it's a $150 million contract and it's a $100 million sign-on bonus. That's what they get up front. And they can divide that over five years. So as fans, you know, the biggest issue that we worry about is, is dead money. Because every year we have dead money and that, that hits into our cap space and we can't get players if we have a large amount of dead money. So let's say over that five years you have $100 million in sign-on bonus. You divide that by five years. So that's $20 million. So if they cut the player after three years, they still, I think, would have $40 million worth of dead money on their contract. So you don't really want to cut a player. Obviously, that's pretty extensive sign-on bonus, so we really don't see those sign-on bonuses. But in his contract, he really has a very, very little sign-on bonus. It's all actually roster bonus, which I really like a lot. And I think it's a very interesting thing because it doesn't bind up the team, nor does it bind up him. It gives him some protection. And it also allows the team actually to get out of the contract after a couple of years, which is kind of nice because let's say he all of a sudden does not do well for the next couple of years, they can always cut him and, and lose very, very little. Um, so let's go through here a little bit. So if you look at the contract, okay, the roster bonus is guaranteed for either the, the next year or two years. So I'll give you an example. So in 
the last time it's guaranteed for two years would be in 2023. So in 2023, at the beginning of the season of 2023, he's guaranteed for 2023, 2024, and 2025. So it's like a three-year contract. After that, starting in 2024, it's the next year. So what happens is, is it allows the team... So you can't just... So it gives him protection for the following year. So it's not like they can say, oh, well, you're having a horrible year this year. We're going to cut you and you get nothing. No, because they have to pay him the following year and the roster bonuses are like $30 million or whatever they are per year. Um, you, can go, you can go through every single roster bonus and take a look. Um, I have the exact numbers if you guys would like. Like in 2023, it's like 34-4 and it's uh, uh, 2024, it's 34-9 and it just keeps on going. And it actually kind of goes down. And one point actually goes really high in 2027, which is 49-4. But that only so that gives him protection for the following year. But still, the team. Listen, if you're if if let's say he's not doing that well and he's not looking as good as he is and he's not worth the money, well, you can say, okay, well, we'll keep him for next year. Maybe draft a quarterback, kind of see how he does, and we can just tell him we're just not going to renew his contract. So it really is really only a couple year contract. So I like in that aspect, and also it kind of ties him down a little bit because obviously. Over time, as the salary cap gets larger and larger and larger, he's actually not going to be making that much money in the long run. So year eight, year nine, year 10, you know, he won't be making as much money, although they'll probably renegotiate then. So I actually like it because a lot of these contracts with these big signing bonuses, I mean, if you look at most of these contracts, these, I always, I always tell Eli here that, you know, when you look at these five-year contracts, most teams can get out of them after about three years because the dead money is low enough because they divided that sign-up bonus over five years that the dead money's low enough where it's not going to really hurt the team after about three years. Before that, it will hurt them, and you got to be a really bad player to get cut before three years if it's a five-year contract. So I always subtract at least two, one to two years from the contract. So... The bottom line is, is yes, it is a 10-year contract, but it's really, with the way the roster bonus is versus sign-on bonus, um, I actually like it. I like allowing you to, if you think he's going to be a quality quarterback, and we know it's very hard to, as a Jets fan, it's very hard to get quality quarterbacks. Uh, you lock him in, but yet you do have some flexibility. Uh, what would you like to say, Eli? I don't like that they really backloaded this contract. In the end, he's making fifty plus million a year, and you can assume that the cap rises. But I don't, and quarterbacks keep on getting more and more money. But in, I don't know if they'll be paying fifty million dollars. It's been raising by like each quarterback. It started with Russell Wilson getting money, then Aaron Rodgers got money, and now Patrick Mahomes set the quarterback money making, or however you want to call it. But he set it by a lot, by like fifteen million, versus quarterbacks keep on setting it by. Two million or so. So I let's assume the cap rises by twenty million by the time that Patrick Mahomes' contract is up. He's taking almost a fourth of the entire cap of the entire Chiefs' cap at the end of the contract. How are they going to pay players? Well, I like to argue with you that backloading is actually good for the owners and not the players because backloading basically says. We're going to pay you at the very end of the contract. And how many NFL players, may I ask, actually stay through their full contract? Most do not. So why they backload, just to let you know, is, is it, 
the rule of thumb is, is with anything, you always want your money up front. You want your money first and then worry about it. When you backload, what happens is if you, they're going to use any excuse at the end of the contract, oh, you're not performing, we're going to cut you and not have to pay that. Or they're going to renew the contract. So to me, backloading is not good. I would always want my money up front in the first two or three years and then get it less and less and less. Backloading is better for for other positions. Quarterbacks generally play out their contracts, though, because most quarterbacks play out their contracts. Well, this is a 10-year contract. It, that's I the mean, thing. I mean, he's going to be wait, this is 36 years now. 37 I mean, I, years. Is he going to be 37? He's well, 25 now. Yeah. So that's 12 years. Yeah. So he's going to be, you know, he may do very, very well for at that age, but we don't know. I mean, not everybody's a Tom Brady. He, that's the thing. He's only played. Don't get me wrong. He has an amazing two years. I, I'm not taking any credit away from him. He's had an amazing two years. But just because you've had two years of an amazing play doesn't mean you should extend them to that crazy deal. I understand he's he's really good and all of that. But you let him play out at least one more year. You have to show a few years of consistency before you make it, make, give him the highest American sports contract. Well, let's say, let's say he does. So in 2021, he's guaranteed for 2023. Okay? So let's say he... Plays out this year, and he's okay. He's not great, but he's, so he's okay. He obviously would keep. Let's say you keep him for twenty twenty one. Well, in reality, is is in twenty twenty one, you can say, well, we're not, we're going to cut you. Now they still have to pay him for twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three, but not for twenty twenty four. So it's really only like a two or three year contract right now. As he plays each year, it just extends that contract by two years, only up to twenty twenty three. So if you think about it. He's at 2023, he's guaranteed till 2025, right? And if you look back here, his, his contract starts one, uh, 2022 is the extension. Yes. So it's 22, 23, 24, 25. So it's really a, it would be hard for them. To, they'd probably keep him for two or three years. So it's really a four year contract. Because they're probably, even if, you know, you don't know how well he's going to do or, or, I mean, unless he has a catastrophic injury like this season, hopefully not, knock on woods. Um, uh, but it's really a four-year contract. And then you really have every, uh, every year before you get to assess and determine whether you want to cut him or not. Well, they can't really cut him until 2024. If I am right, I'm looking at that right. 2024. Well, if they cut, they can cut him at any time, but you know, well, at 2024, they can cut him where the point where it's not a huge amount of dead money. Yes. Well, if they cut him, if they, I, yeah, I mean, he's going to always have a year of protection. I mean, you know, the good thing about quarterbacks is, is, you know, you can, if a quarterback's not doing well, what do you do? Usually you, you end up drafting a, a rookie anyway, who doesn't make a lot of money, right? You usually don't get a free agent. Look top at Alex quarterback. Smith. That's what happened to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, exactly. So if he's not doing well, they can always say, okay, well, we'll keep you for another year, draft a rookie because chances are a rookie needs to sit for a little bit and practice and do whatever he needs to do anyway. And I don't think it'll be that hard for them to get out of the contract with him. So, but as I said, but then they lock him in for 10 years. Think about it. I mean, if, if he continues the path that he's going, he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, so that's a big if, though. He's played two years in the NFL. I understand he's, the, he's like the best quarterback in the NFL, but people are saying he's already a Hall of Famer. You have to get let him play out his career before you can say that. 
I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer. I, people, I, no, I'm not saying you are, but I guarantee you, a lot of people do say that. I, I hear it all the time yeah, that he's going to be that if he ended his career today, he'd probably be a Hall of Famer. I don't think that's yeah. correct. I, I know, and, and and tomorrow he can go out and have a major injury, and that's it for him. But but the issue is 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 the question is is as I said, you know, can they get out of the contract? Yes. Will it be? They can't get out of it for four or five years. It'd be kind of difficult because you really would have to make decisions like three years in advance and that's why it's hard to get out of the contract in the first one or two years because you got to have to make you have to predict three years from now um but once it gets to about 2024 you just got to predict another year and you'll have enough stats on him to see if it's worth keeping him or not he'll probably renegotiate after four or five years anyway um i want to make an analogy to russell wilson when he was young and on his rookie contract they went to two straight super bowls Right, Super Bowl. The first against the Broncos, which they won. And the second against the Patriots, which they nearly won, but they ended up losing. But then they extended Russell Wilson to a massive deal. Ever since then, they lost the Legion of Boom, and they lost a bunch of great players because they cannot afford to pay him anymore after Russell Wilson is making a lot of money. So now, I mean, they're still a playoff team because Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is a very... Russell Wilson brings that team to playoffs every year. It's him and Bobby Wagner. They carry that team every year. If they did not extend Russell Wilson to that crazy contract, if they extended him to a contract like Tom Brady did, right? Because that's why the Patriots always win. Because Tom Brady did not get that much money so they can afford to pay other players. If he did that, I think they would be, they would be at least go to two more Super Bowls. I think that Russell Wilson is that good of a quarterback that he would bring them to the, to the Super Bowls. But because they paid him so much money, he cannot... They cannot afford to pay other players. And that's what's going to happen with the Chiefs. I think he's on his rookie contract for two more years before the extension kicks in. I think they have three more years of dominance before they start to fall off. I think they will still be be a playoff team like the Seahawks are. But I don't know if they will be as dominant as they are now. Well, I think that's a different argument. And I I see your point. And then that aspect, I have to do agree with you. So the question is, is, you know, his contract, yes, he's going to be making... 40, by 2023, he's going to be making $42 million in cap hit, right? Even in 2022, it's $31 million. Um, you know, this year it's only $5 million, so they can still sign players. Next year, 2021, it's $24 million. So the question is, what you're saying is, is, is he worth that salary? And I would argue, so yes and no, right? So uh, quarterbacks or how the league is driven, right? If you don't have a quarterback, you ain't getting anywhere, right? So you need a top quarterback in order to have a shot. If you notice, most of the time in the playoffs, they're the same quarterbacks that keep on coming back and back every year. So you need a good quarterback, and you got to pay the good quarterback. Now, the other question is, is will they win? And if you notice, except for Tom Brady, who has an amazing coach, and I think that we can argue that another time, Bill Belichick versus Tom Brady. I think it's more Bill Belichick. I think than Tom it's also Brady. Bill Belichick. Yes. So that's a separate issue. You know, um, we can argue how well Tom Brady's going to do in his next team, but that'll be another topic for another day. So the issue is, is yes, paying a quarterback a large amount of percentage of the cap hurts the rest of the team. Because once again, the problem with the NFL is, is it's not like the NBA. Okay. It's not, you, you know, you need multiple amounts of talent. There are many positions, offense, defense, special teams, and when you invest too much in one player, it depletes the team enough. That's why most of the teams, that's why you have 
my personal opinion is you have your best shot for winning a Super Bowl with a good quarterback on a rookie contract. Once he starts going into the large salaries, it is very difficult. Now, it's not impossible. You can look it up. There are some quarterbacks who've had a decent percentage and have went to the Super Bowl. It's just not as likely, and chances of them winning multiple Super Bowls is pretty rare, especially in the way salaries are nowadays compared to in the past. So, yes, your argument is this, but the question is, is, is he worth the $40 million or $45 million a year? Is, do you feel you don't feel he's worth that? I think he's worth that, but I, I think they didn't have to pay him that much. They could have paid him $38 million or something. I don't know. Just a, a number. They could have set the quarterback. They could have set the amount of money that he was that quarterbacks make. They didn't have to set it by that much. I don't know if he's worth. I don't know if a single player is worth over fifty fifty nine million because he's making that. In well, it looks like well, yes. Yeah, so, so that that's so if you subtract that year, okay. So as I said, and I think that I don't think it'll last for ten years. I think after four or five years they'll re- renegotiate. If you look at the first up to twenty four, he's averaging like five million. Okay, that's his rookie five million. And he's twenty four million. You know, thirty one and a half, thirty one four fifty exact, forty two and change. 39 change. So he's averaging about, starting in 2023, about 40 million, roughly about 40 to 45 million a year. Um, so uh, that's a high salary. And the question is, is could you have chipped away? But I think what they did was they said, listen, okay, what we'll do is we'll pay you more, but we'll span out. And they, they locked him in. I just want to finish this this topic off by saying that the, the reason the Chiefs they are their offense and a, a decent defense. They have Chris Jones and Tyrone Matthew that anchor that defense. Chris, um, Chris Johnson is for, is holding out. He's going to go. He's probably going to leave because he wants 20-plus a year. They have Tyreek Hills, who, who's on an extension, but he's only for three more, a few more years. They have Travis Kelsey, who's 30 years old. I think they're going to deplete soon. Okay, that was the Patrick Mahomes contract topic. All right, so the next topic is what, like we've said before, Cam Newton signing with the New England Patriots. All right? So Cam Newton signed a 1.05 million contract, and that's the base, but it's worth up to $7.5 million with incentives. I do not like this deal. Well, I think it's a very good contract for the Patriots. I think they did score on the amount of money they paid him. But there's a lot of ifs with him. Two years ago, at the end of 2018, he had a, a injury on his throwing shoulder. He had to have surgery on that. Shoulder is the most important. The, the, the throwing shoulder of the quarterback is the most important, important part of the quarterback. And now, yes, he, he completely had to learn the mechanics. And don't forget, Cam Newton's a mobile quarterback. That's why he's so good, because he can, he can shoot. He can throw, like, really long bombs, or he can run on you. And Cam Newton had a leg injury last year, which is why he only played two games. So the two great aspects of his game, his long game and his running game, both were injured. So he's a very questionable player. Well, I would argue that I think this is a great signing for the Patriots. And as a, once again, as a Jets fan, a little depressing. Um, First of all, I mean... Let's look, let's look at some facts here. Cam Newton is only 31 years old. And for quarterbacks, that's not that old. Okay. Uh, two is, you know, yes, last year in 2019, he only played two games. He had a bad injury. I get that. But from 2011 to 2018, 
he had two seasons where he played 14 games, one season where he played 15 games, and the rest of the time he played 16 games. In 2018, which was just one year before, he played 14 games, he had a 67.5 completion, passed for 3,395 yards, you know, rushed for, what did he rush for? 488 rushing yards. I mean, his stats were pretty good, and he has one bad year, and you, what, what fascinates me about him, too, it's very interesting, is his he has one bad year, and all of a sudden, nobody wants him, which I'm like, you know, at one point, he was the best quarterback in the NFL. You would, people would argue. I mean, everybody argues who's the best. I mean, whatever. But his stats-wise, and he, he went to the Super Bowl, and he was just amazing. And then all of a sudden, he has one bad year with an injury, and, and nobody wants him. And the Patriots come and sweep him up for like a million dollars. I mean, it, the incentives, I mean, he has a, he has, it's a, it's a one million fifty with very, very little dead money. If, if he, if, listen, if, if he doesn't work out, they cut him, it's 550,000 dead money. His base salary is basically is one that 1,050,000 with a, uh, a roster bonus of 87,5 and he gets per game, he gets a $43,750 um, bonus per game that he plays. And then he has some sort of weird, you know, into the contract incentives that nobody can ever reach. I guess if he's Super Bowl quality, he might even get that. So he's really, it's very, very low risk for them. Um, if He's very, very talented. And, you know, with Bill Belichick, you know, the mastermind that he is, I mean, if this guy's not injured and he stays for the whole season, they're going to be tough. He does not fit their system, though. New England system for the past 20 years has been good offensive line, give the quarterback time to throw, and the quarterback will throw a check down. Within two, with normally within by second down, they usually have gotten the first down already. That's what Tom Brady is. He he's he just stands in the pocket. The offensive line blocks him. He throws. He delivers an accurate pass, and they get the first down, and they and they drive down to the touchdown. That's what the New England Patriots have been. But now Cam Newton is a completely different play style. He, yes, he is. But you're talking about Bill Belichick. This guy is a freaking coach genius. I mean, he. He changes things not only game by game, but within games. I believe that he, if there's one coach that can literally adapt to a quarterback, it's Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick can, but can the rest of the New England Patriots can? Bill Belichick is one man. There is 52 other people on the team. He is the man. There is, there's <laughs> hundreds of coaches. No. The entire team has to adjust. It's Bill all. Belichick. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time by a mile. I think he can adjust. The, th- the question is, can that entire team adjust? They all adjust because that's just what they do. They have an amazing culture. I think Bill Belichick, he just gets everybody in line. I mean, you see everybody just toes the line. There's just It's just amazing how he, he just gets everybody to follow, to believe in what he believes in. And, you know, I, there's, I have no concerns about him taking Cam Newton and working with, with Cam Newton. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden this is what's going to happen. Cam Newton, it, now, if he gets injured, okay, well, then you're right, obviously. But if he, if he, listen, here's my thing. If he gets injured and he's washed up, let's say, all right, well, it costs him a million dollars. Big deal. Now, if he plays where he could with Bill Belichick, next thing you know, you know, sky's the limit. Next thing you're talking about, oh, he's back and all that type of stuff and big, massive contract extension. Although I don't know if Patriots would keep him because they don't like to pay players, but that's another topic for another day. So I, I like, I think it's a low risk, 
high reward signing. There were safer options, though. Teddy Bridgewater, I think, would be great in that system. Is he signed with somebody else? Yes, he is. He's well, he signed by the he was signed by the Panthers. The Patriots could. I will say he he's getting twenty million dollars a year. That is the thing. It, it is a higher risk, but it's high, it's a lower ceiling, but a higher floor. Well, I think I think also at the time, you know, they were going Jared Stidham. Well, yes, and I think. Cam Newton, I think, did not think that he was going to be in this position. I have to believe that he did not feel that he was going to go for a $1 million contract. Uh, you know, he was probably asking for a lot more money and thinking, okay, I had one injury season and look at my stats and everything like that. And basically, you know, Patriots just sat there and, and waited and waited and no team just picked him up. And he just, they just swooped in when he was like desperate and got this low ball contract that I don't think initially when everybody was duking out for these these quarterbacks they were asking for a decent amount of money as you said bridgewater with 20 million you know they don't, they're not going to pay you know 20 million 15 million for really an unproven they're, bill belichick is very smart he will not overpay for players even talented players he won't overpay for them let alone players with question marks he'll always gamble and pick up the players but he won't overpay them uh, and so i think it really worked out really well for the patriots and before this i don't believe you know, Cam Newton earlier on was saying, hey, I'll play with anybody for a million dollars. No. Uh, he was uh, asking for a lot more money. But Cam Newton's stats, I'm looking, I have his stats open right now. In He hasn't had that great of a season since his 2015 MVP season. In his 2015 MVP season, he had a dominant season. But then we go down to 2016, how much touchdowns does he throw? 19. We go down to 2017, how many touchdowns does he throw? 22. We go to 2018, how many touchdowns did he throw? 24. And in 2019 is that injury-old career. He, he, has, he was very good earlier in his career. He was a dominant player. He's kind of fallen off a bit, though, in my opinion. Well, the question is, is what would you pay for a starting quarterback? What is the average salary for a starting quarterback? And then you have to ask, okay, he's going to be a starting quarterback most likely I feel he's going to be the starting quarterback so the question is 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 his salary worth that not is he a top five quarterback and what's his salary should be I don't I think they got once again they got it that deal is amazing for the New England Patriots I think the only thing is I think they could have got Andy, Dal Andy Dalton as well Andy Dalton also could have been better Right, Andy Dalton is not is not getting paid that much. How much is he getting paid? Uh, by the Cowboys, not that much. I think it's like yeah, let me look it up. I think it's like three million dollars. I think it, he would have been good for the Patriots a, too. To sign a six, no, that's with the thing, contract cow. It's a question: How much did he sign up? I think seven million dollars worth up to seven million dollars. It's basically a, the same contract to Cam Newton. Andy Dalton is much safer. I mean, I think they're both in the same kind of boat. They're, to me, I, I would have to disagree with you. I think they're both kind of gambles. I think they both have potential. Um, you know, I think Cam Newton actually probably has higher potential, I think, because of where he's been. I mean, as I said, in 2015, he was the best quarterback, and his stats-wise, he's always been a top quarterback. Uh, so I think he has more potential. But I think both players, listen, I think any – I mean, I think Bill Belichick will make any player, quarterback, a decent quarterback. 
Andy Dalton is much more consistent, though. The only difference is, is practically the same contract, except the base salary is $3 million versus the base salary $1 million. $3 million is nothing for the cap. That's still a very good contract. It, it's not a difference. I'm no. sure Andy Dalton would have taken... Would have, I think they're have, both good contracts. I mean, they're both great contracts uh, for these teams. and and uh, the, But the question is, is, I mean, you feel he would have been better. I, I, I would disagree. I think Cam Newton, I think, has... Much more reward than risk versus Andy Dolan. I would not put it that way because, once again, I will repeat this argument. Cam Newton, the two aspects of his game are his long game and his running ability. Both of those body parts that counters that he uses for those parts of a game are injured. His shoulder, that's his entire throwing mechanism and mechanics and all that, that's injured. And his foot, his running ability, that's all injured. He has to relearn everything. Versus Andy Dalton, who's just was playing for the Bengals. The Bengals have not been a good team. He he's had terrible coaching. He but he still had success with it. So imagine if you put Andy Dalton on the Patriots. Just imagine that matchmaking. That that's that would just be they would win Super Bowls. Well, well, let's go through the... So, obviously, we can't use two, 2019 because Andy Dalton played 11, 13 games. But let's go through the 2018 when we can kind of go. Andy Dalton played 11 games. He played 14 games. He had a 61 percentage completion. And let's see here who... Better than Cam Newton. Cam Newton had like a... What do you have 2018? 2018. No, wait, 2018, he had a 67.5. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm... He had one good, really good year. That that's an amazing completion percentage. Before that, 59, 52, 59, So he 58. averaged about 60. 60. So lower than sixty. Oh, all right. So let's say I would say like fifty-eight. 50. That's uh, not a good. That's a terrible completion percentage. Well, where's Andy Dalton? Where's Andy? Oh, he's better. Andy Dalton's much better. Andy Dalton is. Let's go down. 61, 59, 64, 66, 64, 61, 62, okay. 58. Okay. Oh, but okay. But now you have to adjust too. Is the rushing yards right? So. Andy Dalton rushes, what, 152, 120, 100. He, he's in the, you know, 150. He's never been above 200 rushing yards. And what does Cam Newton rush, right? 706, 741, 585, 539, 6. So, you know, he's he's giving you more rushing. So, you know, it's he's more of a... It's a different a dual, style of play. He's, yeah, he's, but he's more of a dual threat, right? So he's... So you have to... So Andy Dalton, you can kind of box in. You know he's going to pass. You know he's, he's not very mobile. He's going to stay in the pocket. He's not that bad. He's a pretty accurate passer, but he stays in that pocket. So you can kind of defense where that's why Cam Newton is harder to defend because you're like, okay, well, you know, if he doesn't have a, a pass, he's moving it. Now, you can argue age. Can he, can he move like he used to move? And you have to pile on top. I, his shoulder injury is very important. It's more important than the foot injury because that's running. That's more upper leg versus foot. His shoulder, that is... The biggest mechanic for a quarterback. I cannot oversell you on this. Well, as I said, once again, it's just a one-year contract, so it's a very, very low risk. Um, I think on that note, I think we'll call it a day, unless you have anything else to say. Uh, Nope. And just thanks for watching and listening to us. So I thank everybody for listening to us, and we'll keep on doing these podcasts. This is uh, Jarrett. This is Eli. And we are Sports Jabber with the Lefties for a podcast. Thanks.